Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. Today we are going to be concluding with the stories that relate to Bidhi Chand and his mission to steal horses from the Lahore fort. In the previous episode, we talked about Bidhi Chand deceiving the entire fort there, uh, Shah Jahan, the emperor, the other officers, Sondha Khan, and he had locked them all up. He had gotten the horse on his way out. He he gives a challenge to Shah Jahan saying that, you know, uh, if you want these horses, basically come get them. We're going to be, me and Guru Hargobind are going to be in the village of Pai Rupa. Uh, he tells his name there as well. <clears throat> he rides out in the similar manner as he did the first time. So jumping over the, the fort wall, he's going into the river and then swims across and rides out from there. So this portion of story, these stories that relate to Bidhichan stealing the horse, you can also also find them in an earlier text. Gurubhas Pasha Ishimi in chapter 19 of that text, if anybody wants to cross-reference. That text comes about 100 years prior to uh, Guru Pratap Suraj, and both of these texts have not been translated in English, um, which is unfortunate. But it is the reason why now I'm doing this uh, podcast in English, to give people an idea about these stories. And where we're going to pick up now is chapter 37, where Bidhichand is now riding back to uh, Pairupa village to uh, give this horse to Guru Hargobind. So as he's riding out, he is in you know such bliss as he's riding. The text talks about how <clears throat> as he's riding, he's singing this Shabad, this passage uh, written by Guru Arjun Devji in Rag Asa. The gist of the Shabad, you know, Bidhichand, the context of it as well is that Bidhichand has you know, accomplished the impossible here. Um, he's been able to deceive uh, the court, you know, the, the highest emperor of the land, uh, and right to their face as well. So, having accomplished such a, you know, mighty feat, Bidhichand, as he's riding out, he's giving thanks to the Guru for providing help, um, for acting through him to be able to accomplish this. So the, the Shabbat basically describes how the Divine uh, provides protection, provides help, assistance to uh, their devotees. So the Shabbat, if anybody wants to look it up, this is on page 403 of the Guru Granth Sahib. Uh, Kavi Santok Singh, the author of this text, has put the entire Shabbat in talking about how um, Bidhi Chand is singing the Shabbat. The Shabbat is, Apne sevak ki ape rakha, ape naam japa so that's the first portion of the, of the Shabbat. Um, the entire Shabbat is listed. And like I said, uh, just, a brief, uh, just a brief summary of that is that it's talking, it's a delineating agency of the actor here. So basically, Bidhichand is, is not taking any responsibility for such an... Uh, amazing feat that he's accomplished here and he's saying that it rather is the divine that's acting through me um, to accomplish such a feat so it shows the state of mind that Bidichand is in as he's riding down he's he's giving thanks to the guru for being able to accomplish this and like uh, previously on his mission with the first horse he's riding and it's the text was talking about how he's avoiding villages as he's going down to make sure that um, Nobody sees him, 
that he's not going to run into any obstacles there. The text talks about how Bidhi Chand is, um, is riding at great speed with the horse, but at the same time, he's giving time uh, for the horse to rest as he understands that this horse has been uh, in the stable for a very long time and uh, it's not had much practice, much, much exercise basically uh, with riding. Um, and in this is describing how Bidhi Chand is such an amazing rider and that he is, you know, um, he has an intuitive understanding about the well-being of the horse. He's taking care of it on the way. Um, really shows a kind of a caring attitude that Bidhi Chand has to this horse as well. So like I mentioned, it talks about how, you know, great distance is being covered now in, in such a, a short amount of time by Bidhi Chand because he's such a great rider. And as he approaches the village of Pairupa with Guru Hargobind, he notices that there's no tents there. You know, the, the camp set up by the Guru and his warriors is no longer there. So he has this doubt in his mind. He's wondering. He sees somebody in the village and approaches them and asks them, uh, Is the Guru not residing here anymore? Um, and if, like, if he went anywhere, please let me know. The villager tells him that uh, because of the consistent request by, by Jodrai, the other Sikh of, of Guru Hargobind, who lives not far from Pairupa, that uh, Guru Hargobind has gone to Jodrai's village. Bidhichand becomes really happy because he realizes this is not that far. Um, he does a little prayer to the Guru and then sets off. So the village he is heading to is called Gangar, and this is about, uh, it's not too far from Pairupa. But Bidhichand, when he's about four kilometers away from the city, from the small village, he actually gets off the horse and he's, you know, he's grabbing the reins and it describes the reins being made out of silk. Um, and he just walks uh, his way then to uh, Gangar out of uh, respect for the Guru. So when he sees the camp uh, up ahead in the village, he does a salutation and he, he begins walking there. As he's walking, he hears the sounds of different rags being recited. Um, so there's a kirtan, there's devotional poetry being recited. And uh, he sees that the Guru is sitting there in the congregation court with uh, Jodhari beside him. The text then talks about how uh, Guru Hargobind is sitting there in the congregation and he's thinking that, oh, Bidhichand should be arriving soon with the horse. And as he's thinking this, he sees Bidhichand and he gets up immediately. And uh, they see each other and then they meet. Uh, Bidhichand uh, bows down to the Guru's feet. He's, you know, quite uh, happy that he's able to now bring the horse uh, to the Guru. The Guru raises Bidhichand by his arms and um, gives Bidhichand a, a very big hug. He then says to Bidhichand that, you know, you've done such a great task, you know, you've accomplished the impossible here. Basically, you've put like a massive debt on my head because of this. Like, I owe a lot now to you. Um, so whatever blessing you want, whatever gift you want, let me know, I can give that to you. Bidhichand is really humbled by this. He puts his hands together and says, you know, Guru, you are basically everything. You yourself cause people um, to do their action. You yourself put the debt on people. Uh, you repay this debt. You take the debt away. You've already given me everything. And the biggest gift that you have given me is that you gave me the gift of being desireless. So I don't really want anything here. But he says, if you are going to give me anything, then give me that blessing that, you know, I always have the pleasure 
I always have the flavor, the co um, basically you always color me in um, meditation of your name. And that the rest of my life I spend it with uh, saints and holy people. So the guru listening to this was very happy and he says to everybody um, a very famous uh, phrase. Bidhichandachinna Guru Kasina. So China is the last clan name of Bidhichand. So the Guru here is saying that Bidhichand is the very form of the Guru. And the form, Sina, can mean body, but it can also mean it specifically and technically it means chest. So it can also mean that Bidhichand is the strength of the Guru. Or Bidhichand in a more uh, vernacular way of saying it nowadays is is the muscle of the guru you know Bidijan let's not forget um, I have not covered these stories yet in the previous uh, battle episodes of Guru Hargobind Bidijan is described in great detail about his bravery how he's able to you know how amazing uh, archer he is and a swordsman so in one of the stories actually Bidijan gets a spear to the arm and even then is able to uh, use his bow and arrow to to uh, take out, I guess, his enemy there on the battlefield. So uh, this uh, famous phrase is said by Guru Hargobind that uh, Vidhichand is the strength of the Guru and he's always imbued with this essence of the Guru. He's totally devoid of any sin or any fault. And uh, Guru Hargobind then also says that uh, he also makes me feel at bliss. He always makes my heart feel at bliss. He can accomplish any task uh, with ease, like any difficult task is not a problem to him. And he utilizes his, his very powerful intellect when performing any task for the Guru. So very lofty praise uh, is given from Guru Hargobind to Bidhichand. And it ends with him saying that, you know, how far can I continue to praise Bidhichand? But nobody is equal to Bidhichand. Um, you know, he deceived the entire court of the emperor um, and nobody can understand his level of wit or, or cunningness or intellect. So following this praise, you know, as Guru is praising Bidhichan, other senior Sikhs are there in uh, the scene as well, Jetha, Jodhrai, and they all hear this and they all start to praise Bidhichan as well. So then after all this praise, uh, Guru Hargoban takes the new horse, Gulbag and uh, reunites it with the other companion horse, Dilbag. Dilbag in previous episodes had been renamed by Guru Hargobind as Janpai, and uh, the other horse, Gulbag, also will be renamed in the future as well. So when they see each other, these horses, they actually let out like this uh, long neigh. A neigh is that characteristically high-pitched um, kind of um, laugh, scream, noise that these horses make when they're when they're very happy and uh, so it describes the text in detail about how affectionate these horses are with each other that uh, they're reunited so they're touching each other on the nose they've kind of massaged each other with their with their necks and uh, Guru Hargobind then is really happy about this then he um, gets Jetha another Sikh to massage the horses provide it food uh, and take care of it so then uh, Guru Hargobind takes Bidhichan by the arm and he walks him into the larger congregation, larger court there that they had set up. And the Guru asks Bidhichan to tell the entire story from start to finish to the congregation there. 
So the last maybe 15-20 verses of the chapter, um, the author Kavi Sintoksing has provided a very quick summary coming from the mouth of Bidichand talking about uh, how he stole the first horse, you know, how he went back and stole the second horse. And at the end of that story, when Bidichand recites this to the congregation, he says, you know, all of this I have done, but I would not have been able to do it without the Guru's uh, support and help and, and uh, blessings. So I take no responsibility for this. This is all achieved. You know, I may be the vessel, but uh, the Guru is the actor. And this mimics the um, Shabbat at the start, the passage at the start of the story. As Bidichan is riding down, he's singing this Shabbat that uh, also speaks to that mentality about uh, not taking responsibility and um, realizing that the Guru is acting through you. So that's where this chapter ends. And as a consequence of the stealing the horses, the next chapter begins with battle preparations. So they know that war is now on their uh, doorstep. And in the next chapter, Guru Hargobind with Jodhrai start uh, deliberating as to the plans for um, battle tactics and where to set up camp best to uh, give a strong opposition to the forces that are going to come from Shah Jahan. And that's what we'll pick up next time. We'll see you then. Sir,